Hello everybody, welcome to the Blue Truth. I am Sai Tarun and this is going to be a podcast about football, more particularly Chelsea because I am a Chelsea fan. The first episode of this podcast will be a rating of Chelsea's 2019-20 season. The beginning of the season was a sweet one for Chelsea as their hero Frank Lampard, their record goalscorer was appointed the head coach and was given a three-year contract. Anybody who knows Chelsea knows well enough that you should not pay heed to the length of the contract because it's just a piece of paper for the board that is impatient, ruthless but begrudgingly effective at delivering trophies year after year. Neither the fans nor the players enjoy this manager merry-go-round but the Blues faithful and all the squads over the years have learned to embrace this culture over the past 15 to 18 years. To put things in perspective, Chelsea has been had been handed a transfer window ban that prevented them from playing any part in two windows, which meant Lampard's first transfer window, the summer transfer window, he would have to sit and watch other managers splash cash and buy players. To add insult to injury, Chelsea stylisman Eden Hazard had finally completed his dream move to Real Madrid, leaving the Blues desperately short of world-class quality in their ranks. Chelsea fans had very little expectation from the team when the season began because we had to plunge our palms into the insanely successful youth system for reinforcements. As much as the fans love homegrown heroes, they knew that the best case scenario was gaining Champions League qualification and performing decently in the cup competitions. An impressive attacking performance in the first match against Manchester United was accompanied by a dreadful show at the back which handed Lampard a humiliating 4-0 loss at Old Trafford. But as the weeks went by, the young attack found their feet, finding the net regularly to put Chelsea's season on track. A poor run of form for Arsenal, Spurs and Manchester United left Chelsea comfortably positioned in the top four race with a healthy 12-point lead over the chasing pack. The huge lead, coupled with an informed Tammy Abraham and Mason Mount, left Blues fans and pundits raving about the youthful exuberance of a team that had immense potential to move towards greatness. Some even touted this to be Chelsea's version of the class of 92. That was a bit premature to be honest because Chelsea, although playing well, there were a lot of cracks that were, you know, papered over by the wins. Chelsea won seven straight games on the road, yes, but their clean sheets were not coming at all. Goal scoring wasn't a concern, conceding them was. Chelsea's defence had been leaking goals consistently, but the attack kept outscoring the opposition to tie up the loose ends. As of today, Chelsea has dropped more points this season in the league than anybody from a winning position and in terms of defending against set pieces more particularly corners Chelsea is second worst in the league behind relegated Norwich for expected goals considered in corners a side that is historically known to boss set pieces this is something that is just unacceptable one can blame the callousness of the players or the lack of focus in key moments but the issue is more systemic than the fans would accept it to be Lampard's zonal marking has not worked at all. A whole bunch of opponents are always left unmarked and free to head the ball into any corner they like. And there is no man guarding the line along with Kepa, which makes it even worse. The response to the second ball of all the players has been lazy and the players are always static, which leads to an opposition getting a second chance in every set piece. This has been the case since day one, but none of this has been addressed by the man in charge and fans are comfortable enough to blame the mindless defenders who gift goals to the opposition players like they're giving out candy to kids on Halloween. While defending on the counter, the two central defenders need to stay glued to the striker making the run. Yet, in every match you see one defender getting drawn out leaving plenty of room for the striker to get a comfortable shot away. More often than not, they score. 
we saw this against Sheffield, Palace, West Ham, United in so many matches that I can't even keep track of. I'm choosing not to talk about Chelsea's last line of defence or in particular a lack thereof, our record signing Kepa Aritha Balaga. He stands in 25th place in save percentage in a league that has only 20 teams. Do you know what this means? It means that four teams' backup keepers are better at saving than our number one. I just can't believe this. But all this doesn't mean Chelsea's had a bad season. From whichever perspective you look at it, they've undoubtedly overachieved. But expecting them to challenge for the title next season purely because you've added Ziyech and Werner is laughable. Attack wins you matches. Defence wins you championships, right? The midfield has been good but inconsistent. Having said that, for a side aspiring to lift the Premier League, we need to improve a little more in midfield, boss uh, the midfield, have more control and make more key passes because right now the midfield is comfortable playing side passes and back passes which will not work in the long term against teams that you know sit deep and absorb the pressure. The most notable positives this season, uh, there are quite a few. The emergence of Mason Mount as the curator of our midfield, the late burst of form for Christian Pulisic, the additions of cutting-edge quality in the form of Ziyech and Werner, the man management of Lampard uh, with the youngsters, especially when they were out of form or injured, the growth of Billy Gilmour. These are huge positives looking from a long-term perspective. The areas that need to be addressed, well, number one, concern that I have is N'Golo Kante. In my opinion, he's the best defensive midfielder in the world but over the past two years with Sari and now Lampard because the team does not necessarily require a pivot of Kante's type, he's kind of lost his identity and that means now we have to find his calling and match him accordingly because I would hate to lose a player of N'Golo Kante's quality because let's face it, he's one of the best in terms of one-on-one and also incredibly energetic and a huge addition of value in the dressing room. Another concern is the form of Hudson Odoi and Loftus-Cheek who have been below par in terms of their quality since they returned from injuries. The development of Reese James has just completely flatlined after the first half of the season. Tammy's growth over the season has not been as well, as good as it should have been. So these are the things that Lampard needs to address because these are critical concerns. These are people who are going to be part of the team in the long term and they need to be you know, elevated to a level that Chelsea requires them to be at. If I were to rate this season, for the attack, I'd give them an A because we've been very good in attack. We've scored lots of goals and we've had multiple goal scorers. The load has been shared and that's a positive. In terms of defence, I'm giving an F because we've been incredibly poor in defence and I have absolutely nothing else to say there. In terms of midfield, we've been good but there's still a lot of room for improvement in terms of stepping up in the big matches. So I'd say a B+. Our performance at home has been very disappointing, so I'm giving a B-. Our performance on the road has been exceptional, second only behind Liverpool in the league, so it's an A+. Performance against big teams, after a slow start, we improved and we beat City, Arsenal, Spurs and even Liverpool in the cup, so a B+. 
in breaking down astute defenses i think we are a b minus we need to be more innovative more creative we need to have a plan b and a plan c against teams that sit back and absorb all the pressure so i'm giving a b minus there performance in cup competitions has been good so i'd rate a b plus because we made the semis in the fa cup we've made the knockout rounds in the champions league although we were extremely poor in the second leg against bayern in the first leg against bayern sorry but i'd say that it should be a b plus because we played reasonably well for a team that is not experienced in europe overall this season i would rate b plus purely because when the season began nobody thought chelsea would be sitting it in third you know in the race for the top 4 everybody expected chelsea to be fifth or sixth so i think that's a huge positive if i have to say what we should expect in the future i would say that uh, we should expect some bolstering in our defense because we desperately need more quality a new face to change the face of our defense really and you know if we want to challenge liverpool and city and united for the title next season we've got to be on our game all the time and we need a good defense a solid defense for that definitely a keeper too we've come pretty far this season with our youth but there's still a long way to go for us to become the chelsea we know we can be so until then keep the blue flag flying high thank you people thank you for listening see you goodbye